Hi, good girlies. Welcome back to the Good Girl Pod. I'm your host, Jules. And today I'm here with Miss Cactus. Welcome to the Good Girl Pod. Are the good girls good? Never. <laughs> I feel like good girl already implies that like you're not good, like mm. in a hot way. So I'm trying to figure out if, in me telling you my story, do I count as a good girl? I mean, you know, I've had my eras, my epochas. What era are you in right now? I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure it out because <laughs> it's getting confusing. I go from one extreme to the other. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all the time. Like either you're like in the zone, paying no mind to nothing, just like being actually a yeah. good girl, like a good noodle. <laughs> you're like freaking just drinking water, going to the gym. And next thing you know, you're not doing that. <laughs> I've had times in my life where it was a lot of that. Then there was times in my life where it was a lot of not that. And now it's been like... I'm kind of in that era too. Yeah. Like one day I'm like super focused. I'm like doing all the things. And the next day I'm out to like 6 a.m. And I'm like, how did this happen? Yeah. Like what is going on? So your most recent song release is called <laughs> Everybody Wants My Pussy. Yes. <laughs> what inspires you when you're writing? I mean, trauma. <laughs> But sometimes it's also just being imaginative. And sometimes it's like people in my life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, very rare occasions, I write from other people's perspective about what they're going through. I had one friend that one time like was fighting with her boyfriend. He cheated on her and I wrote this like song about like cheating. And I had been in a relationship for years, you know. So. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. You me. Sorry, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, duh. We're in the Good Girl Podcast. So tell us what inspired well, the song. Well, the song is actually kind of a dark song because I wrote it at a time where I felt like I was very objectified. I was kind of in a little bit of an abusive vibe with this guy where he was very like gross. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. But then after that, you know, I just wrote it to like get my anger out about mm. it. Just mm. to get my anger out about it. And it was funny. I started just like roasting thirsty guys. You yeah. know? <laughs> and that was a great way to cope mm. because thirsty guys are cringe and they don't realize how cringe they are. The thirstiest was a guy that I went on a date with and he was like trying to hurry up through dinner and trying to be like, let's go to my house. Like he was just getting really stressed out. And I was like, you know, trying to have dessert and trying to have some some yeah. drink, something nice. And I really wanted ice cream because I didn't realize it, but I was actually getting my period. Uh -huh. Like <laughs> it was happening. It, it was coming down. <laughs> it was coming down. And I was like, I need chocolate. <laughs> and he was like, let's go to my house. And I was like, I need some ice cream. And he was like, oh, you don't want to come to my house. I'm taking you home. And I was like, damn. I'm like, why? Like, why can't we get ice cream? <laughs> like, fuck. And he was like, because I just want to fuck you. And like, you're not cooperating. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? I feel like he has to put a disclaimer. of like, I'm only taking you to dinner because I want to fuck you. Unfortunately, I've gotten in bed for a lot less. But... <laughs> It's happened to the best of us. But you know what? That's like really just when I'm a little too horny and I should just stay home. I fuck God once every like three years. <laughs> One man every three years. When you're dating guys, mentally, do you like take sex off the table? Oh yeah. It's never on the table. <laughs> the only thing that's on the table is food. <laughs> 
this song is like your most explicit song that you've made, right? Yeah. Did you have anxiety like putting it out? You know what? Actually, when I first wrote it, I was about to trash it. Really? Yeah. Like I, I grabbed a mic and I made a little hook and just left it at that. Didn't write the, the whole song. I just got a little pre-chorus in the hook, which is the explicit part, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, whoa, nah, you, you didn't, yeah, you didn't nah. just say that. <laughs> no. So I just kind of scratched it. And then one of my friends, uh, this was in Hawaii when I used mm-hmm. to live in Hawaii. And one of my homegirls came over. She was just, you know, coming over to hang out and I would show her all my music. You know, I take my homegirl's favorite songs yeah. very seriously like whichever <laughs> ones so they cute. love the most to me those are probably the singles you know so i played her a few songs and you know she was just vibing bopping you know being nice or whatever <laughs> she was like okay but then when i put that one on she was like that's Ooh. the one cactus that's the one and i was like i was about to delete that i was wow. dead ass about to delete it and she was the one who saved it because i was feeling pretty shy when i first mm-hmm. wrote it mm-hmm. at least just that little chorus part but she loved the beat and she was like i love what you're saying i feel that and i was like okay <laughs> well then we're gonna go through with it no i feel mm-hmm. like when i listen to it too i like related to it very heavily it takes a lot of confidence to like put that stuff out into the world it like mm-hmm. is a little scary and you like you don't really know how people are gonna react mm-hmm. but i feel like the confidence gives you like confidence back like once you put it out you kind of like own a part of yourself that is like who you are or is something that you personally connect with and when you put it out you realize that other girls like feel the same way you know yeah and it's like really cool because i feel like every girl has been there where you're like kind of like done with <laughs> with mm-hmm. men in general you're like oh like where mm-hmm. am i gonna find the guys who like don't want to just like sleep with me or know? who can at least you know like keep it together just control themselves a little <laughs> bit <laughs> or yeah they should have a celibacy era you know what it's attractive when they can yeah and they, they can be controlled yeah and I they think... treat too good it's <laughs> like oh, are you um, you're not, like other, you're not like other guys. <laughs> you're not like other guys <laughs> I, I mean it's true not me cat calling them <laughs> Because then you give that, like, you're not, like, desperate for pussy. I'm like, oh, okay, so you actually, like, have game. Like, you actually, like, yeah, talk to girls. Exactly. If a guy is, like, too much, like, on your dick. I guess <laughs> you're, that was you're, the wrong terminology. Your girly you know pop. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, too much on your girly it's pop. It's like, okay, so, like, you're just, like, desperate and you, like, never get it. Or you don't know how to. And it's, like, so much more of a turn off. Like, yeah. guys who can, like, keep it together. They're, like, yeah. gentlemen. They, like, actually yeah. talk to you. Yeah. It's, like, such a vibe. It's such a turn on. Exactly. And what they let you flow. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. What are your biggest turn-ons? I have a lot of turn-ons, but I've turned them off. <laughs> Asking for a friend. How do you turn them off? I turn them off just by being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, gentleman spirit mm-hmm. is good. Chivalry. Hot. Very hot. Patience. Oh, I love a patient man. You know, somebody's got to be. We can't both be cuckoo. <laughs> like, we can't both be crazy and hyper, like what's your type in the good words of cardi b <laughs> she always used to say that she liked the guys that came to the club that she worked at because they always had many so you know what i'm saying <laughs> we like those generous ones of course can we get into talking to generous men and generous men <laughs> honestly i feel like as long as you give off that energy that that's what you like then they talk to you how do you give off the energy if you know you treat yourself really well and that you give yourself the best that you feed yourself good that you dress yourself good that you're you know, this fabulous ting. It's true. <laughs> that yeah. must be treated like a fabulous ting. <laughs> and that must be courted like a fabulous ting. You give that energy off that that's what you like. Because it is like really however you treat yourself is how other people are going to treat you. Even if it's like subconscious, you always give off some sort of like aura and energy, you know? Yeah. Like when I've taken pickle juice, I got pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like, it's like, nah, now nah, I take lobster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You be feeding me pasta and lobster. I got a white boy on the lobster. Do you feel like now, like you naturally attract those kind of guys? Sometimes from time to time, a dusty comes along and uh, it's just like, it gets to my, my sunglasses and I have to dust it off. <laughs> and sometimes I have trouble identifying that they're dusty because they will be hot. <laughs> So it's difficult sometimes, but you know, from time to time, like a cute red flag pops up <laughs> and I have to be very strong and be like, go away, go away, red flag. No, I actually like don't love dating, but I'm trying to get into it. Hmm. I don't know why, but I think I just like have issues. It can be fun. Yeah. And then it can not be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so when it's like super not fun, then it fucking turns you off. Yeah. You don't want to do it at all. But if you find a sweet little spot when you're being good with your boundaries and guys are just trying to impress you, take you out. It's not so bad. <laughs> Give us a little crash course on setting boundaries. A good way to establish a boundary is to never hang out with a guy who wants to hang out. You know, like if yeah. he just wants to hang out or if he just wants you to like go with him to grab a loaf of bread at Ralph's. <laughs> definitely don't do that. Um, if he's just like come over, definitely that's a boundary that I always establish. Like mm. I never go over anybody's house or don't invite them to my house unless they've taken me out a few times and mm. it's smooth moving in that direction more you know yeah so definitely no kissing on the first date no going to each other's house until i know you for reals mm -hmm. for reals mm -hmm. consistency mm. you know i mean i feel like if they're a little they don't have to be all up on your business every day all the time at the beginning because you don't know them you know mm -hmm. but if they're making an effort time after time i would say those are pretty much the starting ones mm -hmm. say you're like talking to a guy and he's like okay come over and then these are not meeting your boundaries like do you say no i'm not gonna see you unless you make plans with me or do you just say no i don't respond if that's their vibe mm -hmm. that's the, that's gonna be their vibe yeah so you just gotta discard them you just gotta be like, <laughs> like just every single time i've tried to be a freaking fixer upper there was no fixing there was no upping <laughs> there was just breaking <laughs> it was just breaking a lot of it <laughs> every time i was supposed to be around a dad just die <laughs> it was never right it was just that that's why you gotta have other ones in the roster <laughs> so that you can distract yourself and if he gets it together and does it good it's fine but if it's like if he goes on some ghosting vibes and maybe mm. just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to build a roster right now. Girl, I'm so Guys, I say that I want a roster. Do I really? I don't know, but I want to try having one because I get like freaked out extremely easy. I don't like to talk to people for very long. Mm, I feel that. So I, I like that. get anxiety about building a roster. Yeah, because I'm like, well, what if I like don't want to talk to you after tomorrow yeah <laughs> like i don't know which yeah. i guess i shouldn't be worried about because that's like something i struggle with mm -hmm. and like my personal boundaries in dating mm -hmm. is like i internalize somebody else's expectations and i'm like well like what if i like don't like you or want to be your and it's like who fucking cares like about yeah. what they want respectfully like it's really yeah. only about what you want and what you're looking for and whoever can like actually measure up to that and like give that to you i feel you with the roster because they keep dropping after they hear my song <laughs> <laughs> i definitely had like a couple being like the fuck they just like unfollowed me and I asked them and I was like what and they were like oh yeah your song what was that about and I was like well the shoe fit now <laughs> yeah, 
but it's okay. I have like had a lot of attachment issues. Like I get easily attached, mm -hmm. hella easily. So I think me trying to roster up a little bit right now mm -hmm. is helping me deal with not getting attached to one person. That's fair. You yeah. know, because yeah. I get easily attached. Anxious attachment style. I've mm -hmm. noticed I like to feel secure with somebody. So a lot of times, like if I'm talking to a guy casually, I like to set something up to where I have security. I can feel myself like trying to get them to be like, okay, no, 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 you for sure like me. You're not going to abandon me. And then I relax and then I'll like stop liking them because I was really only interested to feel secure. And as soon as oh. I get the security, I'm like, yeah, like you get bored. I'm bored. <laughs> I got what I wanted. <laughs> Bye. Now what? Like, Maybe you just don't like him that much. Yeah, that's that's also a possibility. <laughs> Maybe he just wasn't. He wasn't that interesting. Okay. <laughs> Roster dating like does stress me out a little bit, but like I, kinda, me too. I really would you want to try it. It's hard to balance. Yeah. Like, but then I guess like we're women. So technically like the guys are the ones who have to struggle with the balance. It's mm. like their job to like, you know, hit us up and it's probably harder for them. Yeah, I actually, just, I would never want to be a man for real. No, being a woman is like a very ethereal experience. It is an ethereal experience. We're literally like goddesses who are just like on earth. Yeah, we're just pretty. We have curves. We have like luscious locks, pretty nails. How do you feel like you've tapped into that energy like in your career, in your personal life? Well, I think that in my family, there runs a very strong feminine energy because mm -hmm. my grandma was a, she was a singer back in the 70s in Mexico oh, and her style was super hyper feminine. Oh. She was always, you know, like a diva and she raised my mom without a dad which was rough for my mom but also i think that very intense presence of like women and femininity is like an imprint of my family mm. you know even barbie yeah <laughs> barbie land a little bit you know but it's a big thing in my family and i think that i naturally like to embody it there has been times where i wasn't as in tune with it but also i was in a very stressful strange part of my adolescence you know mm -hmm. when you're a teenager you yeah, know, yeah yeah get a little emo you know what that makes so much sense because i like was raised with a lot of masculine energy mm. like my mom was definitely in her masculine when i was growing up yeah and then i have like two brothers and and like my dad and it's obviously you know masculine <laughs> like yeah. so it's like it was that's all I grew up around. So in my adult life, it's harder for me to like tap into my feminine energy because I'm like mm -hmm. so like in my masculine, like most of the time. Mm -hmm. And then because I'm like in my masculine, I ended up attracting like more feminine men mm. who are just like not as assertive as I would like them to be. <clears throat> and then I don't like that they're not assertive, but it's like not their, yeah. it's their fault. Like yeah. it's like low key, like on me, you know, do you feel like the feminine goddess sort of energy, like really inspires a lot of your music? I write a, about a lot of heartbreaking experiences, mm -hmm. Anytime, but also in a way that they can be funny, that they can be beautiful. And they're mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of things that we experience as women that we don't necessarily like, yeah. but we also know that there's nothing like being like us and you know why these men are crazy and get a little so thirsty because you know the divine feminine is yeah. a beautiful presence to have and something to indulge in, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that it is resonated in there. Sometimes it's from a very vulnerable, vulnerable place. But at the end of the day, it's just to say, oh, you know, this this is what happens. It's fine. Like, but you're gonna be all right. You still a goddess. Like, you know? Yeah. And you and you can and you can grow to learn more boundaries to not allow yourself in mm -hmm. situations that dim you of that light. Yeah. You know, it's like when yeah. girls have like a toxic boyfriend and Ugh. like they don't they're they're not glowing as much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like we all go through these things. Mm -hmm. Like we all have these feelings, these things to work out through, 
you know, based on what our family went through and what they did, like a lot of bad decisions and stuff. But I think it's cool to like hear each other be vulnerable like that. Be like, fuck it. Yeah. It happens to yeah. all of us. Yeah. <laughs> We're all love a girl sometimes. We're all silly girls sometimes. <laughs> We're all like, you know, sometimes we need to be assertive. Sometimes we don't need to be assertive. It's hard to figure out when to be what. Like, mm-hmm. I keep thinking of the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> monologue that i was like oh literally my god <laughs> i got the chills yeah it's so true yeah but it's still like so beautiful to be a woman yeah and it's still fire and you can still like that everybody want my pussy song like yeah it's about something inherently kind of sad and it has a little bit of a dark humor twist to it but you can still feel like a bad bitch to it yeah i know you really i yeah. i feel like a bad bitch so i actually don't Ooh. feel like sad at all when i listen okay. to it. i'm like oh, everybody does hold my pussy it's uh, true you're right yeah, you're, you're right. right repeat and you're not gonna get it <laughs> the girls that get it get it yeah the girls that get it get it what do you feel like about what's the biggest challenge that comes from embodying your feminine like in your music and like how you present yourself i think that sometimes is the concepts that we struggle with like i was saying sometimes there's things you should be assertive in like mm-hmm. when you're when you're doing your business when you're doing your thing but now when you're out on a date or something right, right, you know right. what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. you have to like turn it off <laughs> I think that my music is like a wonderful place where I get to be like Barbie <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. I just get to be what I want and what I envision and whatever happens in my love life or whatever happens in the simulation mm-hmm. of me being a girl doesn't fucking matter because it becomes dope music and it becomes dope visuals you know what I'm saying yeah. So it's like, I feel like you get to be feminine however you want. I feel like I could define whatever I am. Some artists don't like wearing dresses or as much. Or they dress a little bit more. But that's how they designed their beautiful world to be in their mm-hmm. feminine style Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. every single girl that makes music or every single girl that makes art it's just expressing herself in the most honest way Mm -hmm. and i think that however that comes out like it's feminine in your own way what's helped me Mm -hmm. in my life like tap into like what makes me who i am i guess is like trying like everything and then i Mm -hmm. like find something that i'm like wait this actually feels like me yeah and it feels like i'm more of myself Mm -hmm. even if it's challenging even if it's like scary and like takes a lot of confidence to do it like you feel so much better about yourself when you do it and then it mm-hmm. like builds your confidence so it's like this whole like little thing but confidence was definitely something i had to like create i think in my life but i feel like everyone has that i feel like yeah, every everybody girl, like, you're never born with a level of it and then you go through school and you like have mm-hmm. boys who like don't like you back or whatever and like mm-hmm. it starts to like make you second guess yourself sometimes and like you have to remember like who the fuck you are i feel like a lot of people try to break down your confidence oh yeah on a regular basis mm-hmm. if you're a woman again oh, for back, sure back to the barbie monologue <laughs> you're too fat you're too skinny you're yeah this and that but fuck them and even when you do something like really fucking cool like dropping your song it's like someone will like yeah. try to get in there and be like oh like i can't believe you said that i can't believe you put yeah. that into the world yeah. like that's like a lot anyone who tells you that you're too much it's too little is <laughs> not enough way too little as a woman it's just like about being like the biggest and just like literally exist and some still... people feel uncomfortable by that oh a lot of people I yeah like most people yeah but like i always say if you're not comfy with it it's because you can't do that for yourself it's like yeah. you're not tapped into like because the more you like watch someone like really in their element and like mm-hmm. really confident like when you're also in that space it just like makes you happy for them you're like oh my god i love that yeah like i'm so happy that you like feel so good about yourself like my i always say my life revolves around me feeling good about myself 
period better <laughs> how can i wake up and i'm like how can i feel good about myself today i definitely like had my slut era i mean who doesn't have one it didn't make me feel that good about myself they're rough yeah slut yeah. eras are like and usually when i go through a slut era i'm going through something like what I, were you going through honestly like some self-esteem issues i think like it kind of like they like resurfaced and yeah you sometimes think like it's gonna help you feel like yeah a bad bitch yeah but it makes you feel like a tired bitch (laughs) (laughs) or sometimes i'm just like horny and it's like right place right time but then yeah recently i've been realizing that like just because you're horny doesn't mean that you should act on that yeah because like when you have sex it's just intense whether you catch feelings or not like as a woman you grow some attachment more than yeah. guys because yeah. guys don't attach with sex i know you know yeah. they're different even if you don't attach like i think you take a little bit of a piece of each other i think so too you know what i mean like mm-hmm. spiritually mm-hmm. like yeah that person and you are now a little bit in a yeah. in a soul tie a soul ties a soul tie no i but then soul yeah. ties be so fun <laughs> Dude, soul ties stress me out. When your friends treat you like super good, you realize like, wait a minute. I know. Oh my God. Do we need this? If you're not treating me better than my friends are, like sometimes like the guy will break up with you or something. He'll be like, oh, but can we stay friends? Like I hold my friends to a high standard. Like too, I do too. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't even think you're as good as my friends. No. But then I heard a girl on TikTok say that you should get to know guys like you're trying to be friends with them. And then like anytime they do something that like kind of irritates you or like they don't really measure up like ask yourself if like if this was a friend would i keep this person around Mm. and if like the answer is no then you shouldn't keep talking to him which Mm. is like really good advice because i struggle with i put men on pedestals sometimes i like you i'm just like oh like you know i'm just i'm there i'm here for it it is when you get digmatized that's why (laughs) that's why that's why you can't let them in because the Stay away from it. Stay away. You know, we'll get digmatized by one, you want, or two dicks. Yeah. But men are crazy over every every girl. every cat in the world. Do you think that <laughs> sleeping with guys on your period makes men obsessed with you? I've heard that's a theory. Because it's like something about like period <laughs> hormones that will literally like make them obsessed with you. Like it's supposed to be. There like is a something thing. magical about your period. I actually yeah. r- write a lot of my good songs when I'm on my period. I think really? I wrote the, I think I wrote Everybody Wants My Pussy when I was on my period. Really? Yeah. But you know what? Like I heard somewhere that like we have a lot of pain on our periods because we have so much resistance to our periods because we're like taught from a very young age that it's like bad and gross. And then like we have to like, you know, put cotton up. You know what I mean? There's so many unnatural things we do around our period. But if you like release your resistance to having your period, your period is supposed to be more of like a magical essentially. But it's supposed to hurt less, which I've tried and it works. Yeah. Like when I'm having really bad pains, if I'm like, I like breathe into it and like imagine my period being like a beautiful thing. I feel like it like turns the whole thing around and I have Mm -hmm. so much less pain. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's crazy because I feel like as women, we're like so many things are just like shoved down our throats to be like gross and bad and like not the vibe. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know why? Mm -hmm. Because we're the most powerful beings on the planet period no it's it's true we can carry life yeah and that's why everybody wants her pussy yeah everybody <laughs> does want her pussy so your video for everybody wants my pussy came out yesterday yes well technically today technically today it's out the music out. video is out it's hot it's really hot well, what you. inspired the video so you know after i wrote the song obviously it came from a intense place and i imagined the video being like the opposite mm-hmm of what we deal with the disrespect so i was like if i were able to channel all the rage of you know that i've been feeling due to these circumstances that i've been through and these guys that have treated me like kind of gross what the heck would i 
do? Like, what would I do? I would go with my homegirls <laughs> and I would go get revenge mm. and take the money <laughs> <laughs> and just be a little crazy. <laughs> just like a wild child video. I just wanted to do a wild child video. I've never done anything like that. Really? I've never had that image to myself. I've never attached any kind of like wild child, like freaking, I was in the orchestra. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never had the wild child image to me. <laughs> You know, so I was like, you know, this would be an imaginary universe in which I'm being a wild child and taking all my anger out on a couple of guys with my homegirls. Well, really cute. Mm. (laughs) It's really hot, but I feel like it's like so sensual and it's like like a very subtle sexy. I feel Mm -hmm. like there's I guess in my past, I always felt like sexy was like showing a lot, but like it's so much sexier to like kind of be subtle and like mm-hmm. just like give the energy, you know? It's yeah. Like, oh, it's such a vibe. Yeah. I have this thing about me where like a lot of people feel like I'm always overly sexy, <laughs> Same, but also it's like, I think it's just like you said, it doesn't matter how you're dressing, like if you have the energy, but I think that sexy energy is just confidence. I think it's confidence too. And I think it's just like really powerful and it like catches people off guard. Cause there's like always like a duality to it, you know, it's like, but you like seem like, it's also creative energy. I'm not under, yeah. (laughs) Sexual energy is creative energy though. So like, I feel like the more you like tap into your sexual side, like you're more creative, you're more free. You give yourself more permission to like do things. But I feel like I'm learning how to like tap into that by like not having sex and really just like, making my life a sensual experience. Well, you know, it's crazy because when I was in the middle of my heavy celibacy, like heavy as hell, people thought I was like, oh, like a lot of people thought I was, yeah, a lot of people thought that they could just like sleep with me or that I wanted to sleep with people. And it's just because I have the energy or because I'm like voluminous or because I talk a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes, and it's yeah. like the, the, the touchy, the outgoing. Yeah. Like people always assume. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't be further from like. Even if a girl is sexually active, first of all, you shouldn't be mean about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I am not that. Just I have that energy, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I'm having sex. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I want to have sex with you either. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of that is channeled in the song as well. Like it's part of me. It's part of my energy. It's part of my vibe and. Maybe some of you guys should learn how to like exist with it. Yeah. <laughs> exist, admire, enjoy, soak it in. Yeah. Tap into it yourself. Yeah, but don't be yeah. crazy. What's your favorite way to like tap into like your sensual side? I think that putting an outfit together and like look together. I really, really love that. Working out helps too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when I go to the gym and I get ready afterwards, you feel good. I would say getting ready, getting very creative with my look. You I know? love that. Because it's fun for us girls. Like we love outfits and we love makeup and that look in the video with the sparkles mm-hmm. my friend dre she came up with that idea and it's so like hot. yeah and it's like when i had that outfit on i just felt like you can't fucking t- no one can talk to me right now <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but when i like feel hot i definitely treat myself better i carry myself better like i'm so much more confident like yeah when i'm talking to someone i can like feel the change and like i'm such a firm believer in like every single day like whatever you're doing like just like it's your it's like your little movie that you get to play like your life is your literal little movie it's your own simulation you can like dress up however you want go wherever you want yeah, it's like, like a video game yeah it is like a video and it's like yeah. so much more fun and it does like help with like your self-expression and like 
all the outlets that like every woman needs like you guys we all need a fucking outlet like if you're feeling drained and bored and just like find an outlet find something fun to do Mm -hmm. book a dance class or a yoga class twerk in the mirror (laughs) practice your arches practice (laughs) practice your arches in the mirror (laughs) next time you get horny just practice literally you'll be fine you play some some reggaeton just get on the mirror be like down bitch down it'll take it out of you it'll just go to sleep after <laughs> you have like it's not guilt's not there it's, it's foolproof foolproof <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on everybody you need to go stream her song it's called everybody wants my pussy it's everywhere you can get your music it's so hot like it's so hot like send it to every girl you know and like every girl if you're like going on a date like send it to him too <laughs> Be like this is what we're playing on the way there so put it, on, put it on in the car or i'm not getting in this is how we're gonna test if he's a go one or not yeah <laughs> yeah that's how he passes the vibe check that's like the first boundary is like does he does he get triggered own? does he get triggered does the shoe fit does the shoe fit if it fits <laughs> you're jumping out of the car <laughs> at the next stoplight you're gone <laughs> Out, out the car, girl. <laughs> abort, abort. We're not abort doing mission. <laughs> Tell us your socials where we can find you. Yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is Miss Cactus Forever. That's M I S S. Cactus like the plant. Forever, because it'll be forever. <laughs> Miss Cactus Forever. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to search my music anywhere, it's just Miss Cactus. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. All the things. And mm-hmm. you can find Good Girl at Good Girl Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find me at Julia Lena Thomas on Instagram. And as always, I'll see you next Thursday. I love you so much. Bye. Bye.